Mind Over Millennial contains explicit content that may not be suitable for all listeners. All views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the creators of Mind Over Millennial. The creators are not licensed healthcare, finance, or life professionals, but we're happy to share our Google expertise with you. Listener discretion is advised. episode of Mind Over Millennial. My name is Lauren. And my name is Tess. (laughs) And uh, today we're going to be talking about some holiday traditions. Uh, But before we dive in, Tess, how are you? I'm good, actually. I'm I'm well. I just got off my competition weekend. I did not die, which is always a plus. I did accidentally crack her elbow, which was a downside. Yeah, no, she was really tough. She was an awesome competitor. Um, but whenever I got to the final submission attempt, which turned out to be the submission, um, she did not tap. And I kept pulling and her elbow went crunk and like her whole body like reverberated and the noise was heard like three people away. So Yikes. I felt really bad to the, about that. Shout out to Stephanie. I know you totally listen to our podcast. Um, she was so cool. Like she's tagged me on like four things on Instagram now. She's so stinking cool. Um, great competitor. Great time. The whole team did awesome. And we got another team competition, which I will not be in this next weekend. So cool. yeah, cool life stuff. is good. How are you, Lauren? Um, I'm good. I don't have anything that exciting to share. Um, <laughs> Samson is big. Sadie is big. I got a gym membership because <gasps> I discovered that my little kettlebell exercises were not doing what I wanted them to do. Feel that. So uh, I finally caved and got a gym membership in Florida because I'm still in Florida. And it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm really excited because on Friday, uh, I'm going to see you again. You are going to see me again. I'm so excited. We're doing birthday trip part two. Because yes. we're that extra. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be dope. And it'll oh, probably so be more dope because we can actually go dancing. Because in Nashville, uh, we almost got k- kicked out of a bar at 9 oh. o'clock at night for dancing on stools. <laughs> Right? Like, oh my God, that was really sad. I mean, we're two, I don't think we're uggos. Like, why would you kick two well-tipping drinking girls out for standing up next to their chairs and like shaking their butts? Like what? Rules rules are rules, I guess. I mean, we could have been totally coyote ugly and just hopped up on the bar. That would have definitely gotten us kicked out. But uh, I mean, maybe if people didn't start tipping. If people started tipping... No, we still, we still would have gotten kicked out. Never mind. 
Oh gosh. But yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. And I'm really looking forward uh, to you coming out to Belton. I actually have some really fun spots to show you. I know our listeners really care about this, but we're going to go dancing. I want to take you out to brunch. There's a new boozy brunch place right where one of our coffee shops used to be. So I want to take you out to, um, oh gosh, what's it called? It's a waffle something, the waffle. I don't know. It's right where Morciego used to be. Oh, okay. Well, I feel yeah. I'm I'm excited because this yeah. is technically your birthday trip and <laughs> no, but like it, they have they have great food. They have mimosas and it's just really cool. And I just think that sounds awesome. So we're just gonna have one of those boozy weekends, and it'll be oh, great. It sounds wonderful. My liver can already hate me right now. I think my liver's name is Steve, and he hates me. But man, does he work overtime! <laughs> like so, any, thank you, Steve. Like any good Steve does. Bless Steve. Hashtag bless Steve. Oh my God. I just realized why his name is Steve. I realized why that name popped into my head because someone was watching Always Sunny in Philadelphia and she has the dildo name Steve. Bless. <laughs> that was the first name that popped in my head. Absolute bless. All right. Well, moving <sighs> on. I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, we're not here to talk about dildos. We are here to talk about <laughs> not abusing substances around your family at Christmas. No, that's just part of it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, there. If you're gonna take a nice long walk around the block with uh, with your cousin, just be sure that you come prepared with uh, some eye drops, please. Thank you. Yeah, I I have one family gathering where we take we take walks. Actually, we don't take walks. We just go to the car shed because that uncle restores really nice cars, and so we just go to the car shed and like usually there's uh, a bit of lettuce and a bottle or two of Crown. <laughs> it just gets passed. That sounds awesome. I need more details. It's awesome. It is awesome. I don't know if I can give more details because if I name names, then we could get (laughs) our our hide. Okay, so all I'm saying is that I want to be invited to the next family gathering. Oh, hell yes. I will absolutely. That that family gathering is usually twice a year. So yes, absolutely. I will invite you. But what this episode is meant to be is... Just a discussion of holiday traditions. Like what were some of the traditions that you remember Thanksgiving or Christmas? Cause we're going for whole season here um, as a kid. And then later on, let's get into like some new traditions. Take it, just start a childhood, be nostalgic a little bit and then take it into like, what has that grown into? So Lauren, what is your number one holiday tradition memory from childhood? Um, so this is going to sound super boring, but like just with my family, like immediate family, because we would always celebrate with grandparents, we'd have to travel. Um, but the one thing that my dad and I would always do is we would do the Christmas card together. So oh, like yeah. I would pick out, my dad would either pick out a picture or he have a few. And um, then we would go to like Walmart or CVS and <laughs> I would have to actually like put words on the picture and like I got to pick the frame each year and oh. usually I got to pick out like the final picture and stuff like that. So that's one of the things that, yeah, like I really do. It's super wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's the one thing that I definitely remember um, is doing that's Christmas so cards. Yeah. What about you? Well, actually, before I say mine, cause you just reminded me of something that I wasn't even going to talk about, but I had the ultra nineties dad that printed his own cards on like the 3d card print thing and so he would design them and that was like a 
big thing for him. And you could always tell when the ink was running out because they would streak. Oh, that's so cute. It was so cute. I'm not complaining. I loved it so much. It's like a treasured memory I forgot I had. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but my number one holiday, because this was Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, was <laughs> we for 10 years did not have an oven that was large enough to fit a full-size turkey. Oh. Well, think about it. I grew up building the house out in the middle of the sticks. And so we had a, um, like, gooseneck camper oven. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah. it's it's tiny. You can fit each small chicken sideways. <laughs> like, you have to squish it. <laughs> you wrap it in foil because you literally squish it in the oven. So <laughs> we we never had ham or turkey on Thanksgiving or Christmas because, like, you couldn't cook it. We couldn't, yeah, we couldn't cook yeah. it. Um, and so we would have like spaghetti. <laughs> that was our <laughs> Christmas dinner was spaghetti. Okay. Because <laughs> now that you say that. My mom wanted to make friends with all of our neighbors. Typical mom fashion. Oh. So she sent out this letter to every single adjoining person in this West Texas property, you know, 100 acre plot subdivision thing. And only one family responded. And they were Polish immigrants. And I'm talking from Poland, barely spoke English. Grandma did not speak English. The kids were barely, barely learning English as they got into like public school and all this kind of stuff. So my mom invites all of our neighbors blindly to Christmas dinner. I think it was Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas dinner. So we're there with my best friend and her family. And then this Polish family comes in and there's this big language barrier and i mean they eat gourmet food all the time of course because you know european immigrant oh my god i love their food amazing five course dinners all the time we found that out later um, <laughs> so they come in and their little son is going into first grade and he gets served his spaghetti and he looks at my mom and he goes i not eat this oh damn He's looking at it. He's looking at her like, I don't know what this is, but I'm not putting it in my mouth. <laughs> His dad smacked him and was like, we don't talk like that. And of course, he's so embarrassed. And my mom's like, it's totally fine. And of course, later it came out through translation that the kid had never seen spaghetti before. <laughs> Didn't know what the oh. crap was on his plate. He just thought it was a bunch of worms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. used to do like she used to cook like she mm -hmm. used to do all the cooking she literally would um she would prep for christmas because all of her family would go there um she would prep for christmas for a month and a half with oh baked goods Whoa. Yeah. she would prep these baked goods she would make them and not bake them she would freeze them and then when oh. we would get there she'd put them in the oven depending on you know whenever we needed a another thing mm -hmm. And so as she got older and she got more tired and she was, they were still in Houston at this point. So this is when I was still a kid. Um, I was probably like 12 or 13 and she stopped, she stopped making like hands, hand scratch dinners and she got Stolfer's lasagna instead. Mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah. I've had plenty of those. <laughs> I, for the life of me from like 10 until probably like two years ago, hated Stouffer's <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> Because it was the thing that supposedly was supposed to replace my Nana's cooking. I also have a horrible story about a turducken. Oh. Yeah. I just I hear that, and that just sounds wrong. To, why would you put a carcass in another carcass and then cook it and say that they're both together? Not ugh. Also, I hate duck, but that's just me. So there was a Christmas dinner where, and this was like right after Katrina. So this was like 2004-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandparents decided to go to Louisiana on a trip and they got a turducken. And okay. inside of this turducken was shrimp. Oh no, a third carcass? Actually, third mini, mini. Ooh. <laughs> and, ah! the <laughs> and the shrimp was rancid. Oh, you're going to make me throw <laughs> up. Oh, gross. So there was this absolutely disgusting animal for Christmas dinner that my grandparents were so proud that they found and thought was so fun. And oh. it was just awful. <laughs> did anybody get sick or did you guys like figure it out and throw it out? I think we had, we cut it open and you could just smell it. Oh, And, and no. Nana was just like... I guess we're just going to have the outside of the turkey. And then we ate a little bit of turkey. And then she was just like, we're done. We're done No, here. I would, no. <laughs> it was not the move. It was, it was far from the move. No, you talk about stuffing things and other things. This will polarize some people. My dad is from the North where they do stuffing, where you literally take white, yeah. white bread, celery, eggs, paprika, and something else and stuff it in the turkey yeah oh i'm gagging just thinking about it i hate stuffing because to me it tastes like a lump of wet bread have you ever had like cooked stuffing though like this is cooked stuffing no like but like actually just doing it outside of the bird i mean i have but i like dressing which is cornbread oh okay so to me, stuffing is like white bread or some other type of, you know, French loaf type deal. Whereas cornmeal, cornbread goes in dressing. I love dressing. And this is something we fight over, obviously not like actual, but there are large disagreements every single time we do a turkey. Now that we have an oven that's large enough to have one, it took a while, but we do have one now. Um <laughs> But it's a big debate of like, do you want stuffing or do you want dressing? And my thing was always like the stuffing because of the celery and because of the bread and because of just how like blah, bland and gross it is. It like yeah. ruins the taste of the bird. I don't think we've actually ever done like stuffing inside of a bird. We have done where we do um, like we cook the white bread stuffing or like the the breadcrumbs outside mm -hmm. of the bird and we call that stuffing. I always thought that the the cornmeal thing too was stuffing too. I've always called it dressing. Okay, maybe that's just a vernacular thing because I mean all of my family's from the north like yeah, I grew up in Florida but like we're all transplants anyways. Um but yeah, I always thought that was called stuffing. So I never and I hate celery. Like I don't Yeah, not a fan. I don't see the point in, of, of celery in anything, honestly. Like it just, it's like it, crunchy floss. 
it's 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 bitter crunchy water i just always get the string stuck in my teeth yeah that's disgusting too <laughs> not not like you're disgusting but like <laughs> celery in and of itself is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> sorry totally fine no you're good you're good yes that was far more aggressive than it was meant to be <laughs> you're totally fine you're totally fine i also remember one uh i think it was christmas was it christmas or thanksgiving whatever it was we had a family visiting us um for that holiday and they were determined that we have a turkey we we're like we have no room we can't we can't cook a turkey like we, this is physically impossible so my mom was working on the volunteer EMS squad at the time, and we ended up getting permission from the sheriff's office to have our Thanksgiving dinner in the EMS barn where they can sleep when they're on call. That honestly sounds dope as fuck. It was so funny. And then the boys that were in the family that was visiting us, they were all these like karate, like whatever, you know, high school karate kind of thing. So after dinner, they all put on this show of like all these weird moves that you do in karate and we're just sitting there like, okay. That's so wholesome and I love it. All of this is wholesome. I keep using that word. I'm sorry, but this I love it. This is just meant to be like a fun nostalgia type episode. Like I said, I mean, you know. Uh, my, so my Nana one time, so in, in high school when I was going to... <laughs> I went to a performing arts high school, guys. Um, and when I was thinking of uh, becoming a director, my Nana decided that I needed to- I can see you doing that. I can see you doing I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm no. good at manipulating people and telling them what to do. I think that it's- great... I think you're just also really good at just be- No, go here. Like, I don't give a fuck. Just go over there. Yep. Exactly. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. But yeah, so I was thinking about becoming a director and um, Nana had decided that I needed to put on a nativity play for our family, just for our family. Ooh, so okay. I've got my older brother um, and then I have four baby cousins who are all at least like seven years younger than me. Um, and they were kind of born in a little cluster. So they're all like within two years of one another. But um so Nana was like, hey, by the way, you're going to do a nativity play and you're going to do it this afternoon because I guess they were just like, we need to be away from children for a little bit. So I was like, okay. And I was 15, 16, and the kids were probably like 5, 8, and 10 at the time. So Nana had me do a nativity play with the little cousins who were five, eight, and nine. And it's still like one of my mom's favorite memories, which is really cute. Like, I just remember telling them what to do for about, I don't know, like an hour and a half for all of five to 10 minutes. Because yeah. I mean, how long are you going to do a nativity play with four little boys that are all under 10 like, not very long. No. No. <laughs> no, but that was that was a really fun little memory. Yeah. I like that one. I'm trying to think. I don't think I ever really did any Christmas plays or anything like that. I remember the one thing my grandma loved to do was go to the really nice neighborhoods in Jonesboro, which is where she was, Arkansas. And look at all of the really nice old houses that are super decorated with Christmas lights. And all I mean lights. 
Oh, yeah. No, and she loved the Christmas lights. My dad has a big thing for Christmas lights. So to me, I know that a lot of people I have heard associate, you know, tinsel or poinsettia or what poinsettia, I don't know how to say it, whatever. To me, it's the lights. Yeah, same. Same. So that's that's always the big deal. I currently have a <laughs> one foot tall fiber optic Christmas tree <laughs> that I, I put that. up and do not decorate. And I've had the same one since like freshman year of college when I couldn't go home for Christmas for some reason. And so I got this little fiber optic Christmas tree and I turned all the lights in my dorm room off and just looked at the tree. Oh, <laughs> that's so ah, I keep saying it. It's so cute. <laughs> that's really cute. <laughs> That's really, really cute. No, I mean, our my first Christmas away, my first holiday away from my family was the first year I got married. And so this oh, is wow. transition into that. But I mean, um, well, that's not totally true. It was my first like holiday season away from my folks, I guess is the best way to put that. Um, but I bought us a tiny little like four foot tree. Yeah. That I had up year round after I put it up. I love that. I never took it until we moved out of that apartment. I did not take it down. I love that. That's totally fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, we didn't have it decorated the whole time, but like it was in our corner (laughs) the whole time. Yeah. No, I I get that. I get exactly what you're saying. Um, We keep Christmas lights up year round on the outside of the house. It's one of the reasons that I say I'm high class white trash. Your house or your parents' house? Oh, my parents' house. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I've never actually decorated the outside of my house for Christmas. I do have Christmas lights around my back porch because my porch light was broken for like two months. And so I just took my two strands of Christmas lights and like tacked them up and then plugged them into a little outside outlet whenever I want to sit out there. So that works. Yeah. Oh, that's ingenuity. It's not, that's not white trash. No, that's no, no. The high class white trash thing is when you have blue and white um, um, icicle lights coming down off your front porch. And whenever someone is coming over at night, you say, look for the Christmas lights and you turn those on instead of the porch light. I, I love that for everybody involved. I don't even know who's involved, but I love it. If you, How would be you my can, dad's doing? <laughs> I genuinely love that. Yeah, mom mom tried to get them taken away whenever they moved to the new house, but nope, they moved with them. <laughs> As they should. Of course, always. Yes, absolutely. No. So specifically moving into Christmas, do you have Christmas Day or uh, Christmas Eve kind of memories? and All of the above. I mean, when we were going out, preface this with something else. So we would have, we had obviously two sides of the family, my dad's and my mom's. Um, and we would never spend, we spent Christmas in Florida once and it was not the best. Uh, but every other year we would travel. We'd either go to Houston, uh, Texas, which is where my Nana and Papa were when I was growing up, or we'd go to St. Louis where my dad's side of the family was. Um, so Nana tried to do this thing with us, um, where we would open one present on, Christmas Eve. We did that. Yeah, we did we did that for like a few years and I mean it was every other year. So it was like we did this for like in total 6 years but like three Christmases that I right. can really remember. Yeah, I get you. And then for some reason we stopped doing that. Hmm. But like 
Nana would do that. Like there would be something where she was like, we're going to do this and we're going to do it now. And then it would just be like, we're not, we're not doing that anymore. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> hmm. But you did what Nana said. Nana was no. the matriarch. You, 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 you do it. So no, Hey, I get that. We didn't often do Christmases with extended family. I don't know why. Um, I don't actually remember. I think maybe one with my really? grandma. Like we would go during the season sometimes, but we wouldn't do Christmas. Um, it was usually just Christmas with like me, mom and dad. Um, or as I got older, sometimes they would invite another family or an empty nester couple or something like that to come out and um, have Christmas at the ranch. But uh, no, we did the we did the open one before a lot of times. And I don't know, it was kind of fun, just like drug out the suspense a little bit. And yeah, it was an interesting thing. I think we probably did it when Sean and I were younger because we were the only kids. Yeah. And so like, if any of the, like, there were just a lot of toys and stuff. And I guess it was easier to just have us open one thing the night before, because then it was like, something we gotta go to bed there's so the suspense like oh. yeah yeah no that makes sense do you have a favorite gift that you remember like one that sticks out it doesn't have to be a favorite just something that sticks out I have one gift that sticks out okay. but it's for a bad reason oh okay <laughs> hey I have lots of tears on Christmas memories I'm just trying to keep it light <laughs> oh you know what no I have a really I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna not go there because um, it's really snotty. I'm gonna go with one that I just thought of. The one year that we did spend in uh, Naples when we lived in Naples, Florida, mm-hmm. my dad got me a beautiful jewelry box that played just this absolutely gorgeous melody. It was like this little mahogany oh. oak thing, mm-hmm. and it opened up and it had uh, a song in it, and there was this little golden it was probably like bronze heart inlay in it oh wow um and when I opened it up my dad got me these really pretty little heart white gold earrings with little itty little itty bitty diamonds in them and I was probably like eight years old and that was yeah I think that was one of my most fond Christmases because like my mom and my dad would let us like pick out our own presents Mm -hmm. yeah and that was one of the few times that I think I was really surprised on Christmas with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we usually did like a family Christmas at home where like the before we went and saw family, like all of the expensive gifts would be exchanged there. And then we'd give each other like, I don't think we ever really gave each other anything at those Christmases. It was just like about the other people. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that's one of, I think that's really it. That was like the best Christmas. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. What about you? Well, mine feels kind of silly now. It's definitely going to show a difference between our personalities um, (laughs) because it's a similar start to the story. Um, My parents typically like let me pick out. Also, dad was, has never really been like a gift buyer. He usually tells mom like go buy and put my name on something kind of deal. Right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah, no, most boys. Um, and my mom's always really sweet with gifts and she's extremely generous. I love everything she gets me, but th- there's not a surprise factor to it. So it's right. like, yes, I cherish this, but there's not that, oh my gosh, I'm so shocked and you got me this perfect gift. Right. So the one gift that really comes to mind um, actually was from my dad. He picked it out himself and went and got it and put it under the tree. It was a metal baseball bat. Yes. Because I got really interested in baseball about the time of like junior high or something like that. And I got that baseball bat and he stayed out in the backyard, like doing the pitching or whatever for weeks after that. And it was so much fun. And I ended up like getting to play baseball that season. And that was the first time that I'd ever gotten to be on like a team sport since T-ball and like, you know, grade school kind of stuff. And that was just so much fun. It was like a bonding moment and it was this big surprise moment, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything like beautiful and girly and expensive. It was a baseball bat. But like, that's the, that's the whole point, right? Like that's the feeling that it brings. And like, that's the same with me and my dad is that like he, when we moved to Naples, he would, he, he worked all the time. And like, Mm -hmm. we, we didn't even see him for a bit because, um, this was later. Well, I mean, we, he moved to Naples before we moved to Naples. So there was a few months where we were still in Denver without him. And it it was just one of those things where like, it was a bonding moment, but like, I don't know. I, I've always had a thing for jewelry and I don't know if that's yeah. where it stemmed from, but like, it's, it's definitely like it, it's a bonding moment. Like, oh, for sure. And that's, I don't know, memories and time spent. It all depends on your love language, but that's huge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me a sad or upsetting Christmas memory. All of them. <laughs> no, but like, like give I I can go first if you want, but like give me give me a hard hitter. You have to go first because I'm gonna I I'll have to think I'll have to think about it. Okay. As I got older, uh, Christmas became not as much of a thing. I'm sure that that straight rings true for a lot of people, um, especially yeah. for certain members of the family. Um, and my mom and I picked up on the fact that we were kind of the only ones celebrating Christmas there for a while. And so, um, there were several years, like four or five years where we would give each other this weird signal, like on Christmas Eve. And that meant that it was time to go in the bedroom and exchange gifts because on Christmas morning, it wasn't a thing. And so it would be like, this is the time we have to sneak away and like do gifts because there's not going to be any tomorrow morning. Um, or there would just be like, you know, Christmas stocking candy kind of thing. So she and I would go and exchange gifts and do our little thing. And then there wouldn't be any gifts under the tree on Christmas morning. And that was kind of like, no. Yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah. No, Christmas wasn't always a great time. (laughs) I want to time travel for little Tess and and change that. I don't know. I mean, Christmas has always been a thing for my family. I mean, like, again, the the things that I can even think about are just stupid and petty. Um, I don't have a very sad, like, I don't, I don't even have a hard hitting memory when it comes to, you know, the Christmas season. Well, one of the traditions that we would have when we went to St. Louis um, was my my grandmother on my dad's side, my dad's mom passed before I was born. She passed about six months before I was born. Um, and like all of my family members say that I look just like her and they are just like, you, you are, you, you are Anne. <laughs> and I'm like, 
okay. okay. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Every single female in this family's middle name is Anne. That means nothing. Um, it, it means something for people that are going to be pissy about it. But <laughs> um, we would go to the, um, I don't remember what the uh, cemetery is called, but it was a, or a military uh, cemetery in St. Louis. And, and we go there every year. Uh, that we were in St. Louis for Christmas because that's how dad got to see his mom. Mm-hmm. It's not a sad tradition. It's more of a reverent one, but, but like that's the closest that I have to that. And like, it's so normal for me. Like it, I don't know. It, it sounds sad to think about it that way, but like I was always able to find her grave really easily. And um, there would usually be deer around too, whenever we were there. So it was just kind of nice. It was very peaceful. Um, and then as after grandpa passed in 2009, you know, we got to go visit both of them. So, yeah. Yeah. That's sad. I, I figured like, I don't, I don't have any death stories as far as like seasons are concerned. And those are always the worst. I mean, he didn't, they, I don't think either of them passed, you know, they passed like before the holidays, um, long before the holidays for both of them. I think grandpa passed in. Uh, February of mm-hmm. 2009 and grandma was in April of 1994. I mean, like these are things that are now very old memories. I mean, and one was before I was even born, but it's, it was just a really beautiful, serene, tranquil way of spending like not Christmas because it was never on Christmas that we went, but it was definitely right. a part of being in St. Louis. That was a part of every, uh, holiday yeah there's always there's always that you know those that are gone before kind of feeling mm-hmm. if you lose like a grand grandfather grandmother kind of deal yeah. unless you're like me and you never celebrated christmas with them <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man we got we yeah yeah damn <laughs> i mean it just wasn't a thing we went in the summer like it wasn't it wasn't a christmas memory deal because they were pardon me, states away. And yeah. so there wasn't this whole thing of like, we're going to travel on the holidays. And also they live, part of the family lived all the way up in Ohio and didn't have indoor heat. So. Yeah, no. What is with your family? You <laughs> <laughs> can cut that, but Jesus no, fuck. Like, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Everyone asks this. I, I have people in my life that have been in my life for years who cannot get my family tree and all of the little offshoots and branches and like everything straight. Trust me. You have such an interesting web. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm just this little human that exists in this gigantic web and I'm just sitting there next to like a black widow spider like, no, I'm good. <laughs> Just the the largest tapestry with the most intricate filigree. That's not right. Embroidery. Filigrees on jewelry. You can have gold filigree on a tapestry. That would be even doper. I have no, one we're gonna those. we're gonna put a positive spin on it. We're not gonna say you're with a black widow, you're just gold filigree amongst other Well, embroidery. there are a few black widows in my family. That's why I said that. Yikes. All right. Well, that's it. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the final episode of my millennial Lauren quits. It'll just be me from now on, probably telling you stories about my weird family. <laughs> Watch Bye. it blow up. <laughs> Watch it go viral just from that.
That would be hysterical. Okay. It's totally fine. Yes. No, we're talking Christmas. Okay. So let's transition into like, what are new Christmas traditions that you have not necessarily started, but like seen in your adult life or your married life or something like that? So one thing that's definitely a part of it is um, Ian's family has a lot of traditions. They Mm -hmm. do uh, breakfast in the morning. They watch a movie. Um, They exchange gifts. Um, So it's all in an order. Mm -hmm. So wake up, you can do gifts and then have breakfast or you can have breakfast and then gifts. But there's always a movie. It's either like The Grinch Stole Christmas, the animated version. That is not a Jim Carrey-friendly household when it comes to The Grinch. Thank you very much for whatever Ma listens to this episode because apparently she listens. So hi, Ma. (laughs) I haven't seen either one, so I'm sorry. I can't weigh in on this. Oh, you should... You should see the the Dr. Seuss animated one. It's really cute. It's a lot of fun. I got a huge lecture about all the movies I haven't seen last night. Trust me. I got a lecture on Hamilton. I got a lecture on Shrek the Musical. I got a lecture on something else, the musical. And I was like, I don't know any of this. It sounds like you just got a lecture on musicals that you haven't seen versus- Well, they were all movies. And I was like, I don't really watch movies. Have you seen Gallivant? It's a musical TV show. Like, (laughs) (laughs) But, um- yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not usually a movie person either, but they, we watched a lot of movies or they watch a lot of movies. So we end up watching a lot of movies. Um, right now we're kind of in that transition period because now there are grandkids involved because my brother-in-law and sister-in-law have a beautiful son that is my godson and they're about to have their second. Oh, congrats. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so it kind of revolves around them which is totally cool and as it should be because like that's where the baby is like those are where the kiddos are and like that's what christmas is really about is seeing those kiddos absolutely christmas yeah. is for kids tricks and yeah. christmas are for kids <laughs> tricks and christmas there you go uh but so we've been going down to my brother-in-law and sister-in-law's house for christmas and kind of starting a new tradition there um they have some interesting traditions because she's Vietnamese, like from Ooh, Vietnam, Vietnamese. Cool. Yeah. And apparently like some of their traditions is like actually like putting money in the tree. Oh. For like, yeah, like it's supposed to, I, I think it's supposed to symbolize like wealth in the upcoming year and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they'll put money in the tree for like the, um, you know, the, the family usually, usually all the time. Um, <laughs> it's my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and the babies. Um, yeah, I mean, even Ian's family, they would have to travel because the one Christmas that I got to spend with them when we were engaged, we went up to Maryland where his grandparents uh, were, and they both passed in 2018 with Nana. So that wow. was the last time. Yeah, that was the last time that we uh, got to spend time in Maryland in, in Chestertown. I don't know if anybody knows where Chestertown is, but it's a little itty bitty little town off of the the giant bridge in Maryland on the eastern shore don't Don't look at me i don't know i don't know somebody knows i yeah no i have no idea somebody knows probably nobody listening to this but somebody knows i (laughs) suck at geography it's ancient geography over in like turkey area yeah (laughs) yeah i'm sure ma knows uh but (laughs) because that's where her parents were um but that was a lot of fun 
it was really sweet. They all stayed in the same house. Like that was something that was very similar between our families. It's like they would, her, her mom would stay with her parents. Mm-hmm. So you'd have all these kids in one house. And it was the same with us. It's like, if we were in Houston, we'd stay in my grandparents' home. Like mm-hmm. we all lived together for like five days. And like, as an adult, I can't, I can't. <laughs> like, And I do, because when I come here, like we stay with our family, but it's just like, I could not imagine like being here in my parents' home with my kids and like Sean's kids. Yeah. And like, Sean's my brother, by the way. We're just going to name drop today. Um, <laughs> but like, I just, I couldn't, I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like that's something that I, obviously it would work. Like we'd make it work, but it's just, it's bonkers to think about as an adult. Yeah, no, I, I get everything you're saying. And I was thinking about that, like whenever we did Thanksgiving, um, my family here in Texas, we would do everybody in one house and it would be gigantic. And also I think another reason we didn't do Christmas with extended family is half my family's Jewish. So they do Hanukkah. Why did I not know that you, <laughs> why did I not Hashtag know that? Fam- Hashtag Tess's family. What? Yeah, I know. Like. One of my aunts and all of her offshoots are Jewish, so they do Hanukkah, which is awesome because they do the little chocolate gold coins everywhere in her house, and, like, I would get so fat over Hanukkah because I would just go around picking <laughs> But, of course, that meant that they didn't really do Christmas and stuff like that. I think they do some Christmas stuff now. I could be totally wrong. I'm not trying to, like, trump on that because they're – yeah. But partly Jewish. That's Partly neat. across the country. Partly but- dead. You know, Jesus. What? It's true. It's not dramatic. That's a fact. I mean, I guess we're all partly dead. If that's how we're gonna like. No, it. I mean, like a big chunk of my family is dead. Like, the- oh, I thought you were what? talking about you. No, oh. my okay. my family is partly Jewish, partly halfway across the country, and partly dead. Oh, okay, no, that makes total. Sense. That's not dramatic. I thought you were being. I thought you were being dramatic. I thought you were talking about you. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm mostly dead. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, but, like, <laughs> anyways, any what, what are What are the traditions that you've brought in to being an adult, or what do you want to maintain? Like, what's something from your childhood that, like, I know you're not probably going to have kids, but, like, for my kids, what would you do for my kids, my eventual oh. children? I mean, baking, big, big part for me, kind of the okay. way – not – as much as you talked about with Nana, but like I associate nobody does as much as Nana did. Well, yeah, but like I associate Christmas and honestly, like any holiday gathering with so many baked goods and so right. many things like that. Um, movies were another big thing because mm-hmm. I came from that like limit TV kind of family. So, like on Christmas, we got unlimited amounts of TV. So I would sit in front of the TV and watch like old westerns all day long. And that was a Christmas thing for me as a little oh, kid. Fun. Like, I, I'm a dork. I know I'm a dork at this point. There's no hiding it. Um, <laughs> so, cute. so like we would do that. Um, big thing was like you got to eat unlimited amounts of sugar and like you got a, everybody gets their favorite candy in their stocking. That's a tradition in my oh, family. Cute. See, we never did stockings. Oh, we did stockings the stocking was like your bonus gift or like your little um you would get 
not necessarily gift cards, but like little tiny gifts in there. I remember yeah. like when you're, I got a bunch of little NASCAR cars because I was into that. Um, you always got your favorite candy. So like two weeks before Christmas, this little poll goes out of like, what's everybody's favorite candy this year? Because it changes. Right. You know, you can have an overall favorite. You can have a seasonal favorite. Yep. So it's like, what candy do you want in your stocking? So everybody gets the stocking full of candy. And like the bigger the stocking, the more candy you get. It works that way. Uh. And so that was always fun. And I always loved that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I've never done the full dinner thing. Like I said, we didn't, we didn't really do that, but I can make some pretty bomb ass mashed potatoes. I'm about that. I'm yeah. about that. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the baking and the stocking thing and all that kind of stuff, probably just cause that's, that's really cool to me. I've known of families that like, um, uh, Tim's family's tradition is to go to In-N-Out on, on Christmas Eve. Really? Yeah, they go to In-N-Out and then they go look at all the all the lights um, on in the really nice neighborhoods where they like professionally decorate and all this kind of stuff. Oh, and that's, that's that's their big tradition. Yeah, well, that's sweet. So, and then his brother uh, fills the Christmas tree with beer cans. Bless. Because he drinks a lot of naughty light <laughs> so he fills the tree with beer cans oh empty ones yes oh that's not nearly as fun i was thinking like a very adult christmas where you guys just woke up the next morning and just had a bunch of beers i don't think i've ever had a boozy christmas weirdly enough and i have no idea what my christmas this year is going to be i think a friend is coming into town to spend it with me and he has already requested whiskey so like it's probably going to be a boozy christmas <laughs> It's probably going to be a boozy Christmas. I think every single holiday in the Desmond family is boozy. Uh, the My mom's side, probably not. Um, but uh, my dad's side, absolutely everything is boozy. Or Irish man. You, you, can't, you can't not have a boozy anything. My dad is a teetotaler and my mom only recently got into enjoying um, wine. So like we're not. Really? Yeah, yeah no. For for who I am, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, I mean, for who you are, it makes total sense. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, we could go there. That's yeah, fair. Okay. <laughs> Did I break you? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's totally fine. No, but yeah, we, we we always do booze. Um, 2018 Christmas was a blast because uh, everybody was just done. <laughs> with that year uh for imagine 2020 but for an entire family like nuclear just everything it was 2020 yeah see i would love to do a christmas or thanksgiving with a big family i think i did one thanksgiving celebration with a big family and it was so much fun to me because i like i have a big extended family and all that kind of stuff but we didn't celebrate together so actual holiday day for me was either you know just my mom and dad or one other family that was also very, very small. So I think the whole dynamic of just family drama would be so funny, not to the family, but to an outsider and only child like myself. <laughs> you are cordially invited to any Desmond and or Lynch family Christmas from now on. Because I might take you on <laughs> I'd probably be bouncing around and just having a great time inciting so much crap. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're going to be godchild of, or godmother of at least one of my kids. So you have to come to at least one Christmas. I figured I was already at least an aunt. So you're definitely an aunt. 
but yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you want me spiritually guiding anybody, but I'll be the fun aunt that, as Robin Shcherbatsky said, always has gum. You can absolutely be the fun aunt with gum <laughs> at any point. You mean the old spinster aunt? Mm, you're not going to be. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but oh gosh, this is fun. Well. I feel like that's probably a wrap on this one. I don't have I don't have that many more questions and I can't think of any additional traditions that I'm trying to incite and or other than like we always wear pajamas all day long. Nobody gets dressed on Christmas. We never did that. Oh. Yeah, we never we never did the PJ thing. I know that's a thing for people and like I've always kind of been jealous of it. Cause it seems so nice to be nice and comfy, but like we would always go to church. Oh yeah. So we would end up in our church clothes for like the entire day no they would cancel church for us bless yeah like if if it fell on a sunday they were just like meh you guys want to be home with your families don't come ironic bless but bless i mean (laughs) (laughs) there was not a single bar in the town i grew up in what were we gonna get into that's also valid you had a tiny little town (laughs) well blink and you'll miss it I think this was fun. I think this was too. So if anybody wants to weigh in and let us know your Christmas traditions, past nostalgic moments or worst moments, something you're working on in your future with your kids, your new family, whatever, we would love to hear them. You can hit us up at mindovermillennialpodcast at gmail.com or please drop us a follow on Mind Over Millennial Podcast on Instagram. We're, we're trying to build that follower base. We're trying. We're trying. Also, give us a like on on Apple or like Spotify. Yeah, like give us a review, guys. Like even if, not if you don't like us. We like but constructive like- criticism. Like don't be mean for no reason because if you don't like something, we want to fix it. So we do take constructive criticism. Yeah, but you can email that to us. Just give us five stars because like, we 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 like you and we love you and we appreciate you and you're a beautiful human unicorn and we'll build yeah. you up. Our beautiful human unicorns. We love them all. Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, we love you guys and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Mind Over Millennial Music by Zach Era and Gabriel Ramos. We are funded mainly by ourselves, but we're not too proud to ask for support. Feel free to drop us a line to learn how you can keep learning from our mistakes and Google sources, of course.